Welcome to Yell at Your Fat, a lighthearted show devoted to lightening up both figuratively and literally. My name is Wendy. This is episode 10 of 139. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, everybody. First, first, I'd like to point out something. We're in the double digits. Double your pleasure, double your fun with double digits, double digits, double digit episode counts. <laughs> this is the big one. Oh, oh my goodness. 10 episodes so far. That is just amazing. <laughs> I just can't even believe it. Thank you so much for listening to Yell at Your Fat. I, oh, I'm so excited. And first of all, I'd like to say up front that I'm not a licensed dietitian nutritionist or doctor. I'm just a girl that has lost 139 pounds by changing my brain and utilizing diet and exercise tricks to their fullest potential. I've been through this and succeeded, and I just want to pass on the things I've learned to you. Fat shouldn't be something that makes you sad. It's something that should irritate you and motivate you to change. Yell at your fat. And today... Today we have a montage of people uh, yelling at their fat, and I'm going to be reading more of their emails a little bit later, but here are just some excerpts of some good old fat yelling. This one's from Beverly of Kokomo, Indiana. I yelled at my fat while driving home from my son's basketball practice last night. I said, fat! I'm tired of you hanging off my chin and making me look like a turkey. So get off my neck. Gobble, gobble. I'm tired of making... (laughs) Oh my gosh, I can't do it. I'm going to have to start over. (laughs) Beverly, that is so funny. I'm so sorry. Okay. like a bobble doll. <laughs> okay, and this one's from Robin of Altadena, California. Hey, fat! Get lost! Starting today, you are not taking any more years off my life. I'm going to chip away at you every day till you are history. <laughs> and this one's from Amanda. Fat, I hate you. I hate how my favorite jeans are now a chore to get on. The fat muffin top that I cannot hide, I hate. The cute clothes I cannot fit in, I hate you for as well. Fat, I hate the most that I allowed the presence of you destroy my self-esteem. Fat, you do nothing to help me in any way. I don't need you anymore. I am stronger now. Fat, pack your bags. Your history. <laughs> and this one's from Melissa in Connecticut. Uh, hey, Jiggles. Uh, get off my thighs, you ugly fat. I need to look good in a swimsuit this summer. There is no need for you to be hanging around. This car doesn't need a spare tire. And leave my husband alone, too. We are a team, and we are going to defeat you. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you guys. That was so great. And I, I was wondering, <laughs> as, I was, as I was reading this, I was wondering what it would sound like if everybody yelled at their fat at the same time. <laughs> so let's just try it, okay? Here we go. I don't want to get off my 
That was just so fantastic. And sometimes it's just nice to sit back and let everybody do all the fat yelling. You know what I mean? <laughs> and as I was listening to that, I just had this thought. And you know how they have those positive energy days and times? I don't know if you've heard of this, but I had a, uh, I have a friend that had told me one time about this. And it's like everybody is supposed to, like wherever they are at a specific time and day, they're all supposed to stop what they're doing, even if it's like in the middle of the night or whatever. And they're supposed to stop what they're doing and focus positive energy on something, you know, to see if they can change the world, you know. And I, I just really think that that just sounds really good. I've never had an opportunity to do it, but I think I, I, I don't think it could hurt. And I just think it might work. And um, once when I was younger, I had a chance to go to, um, it was a, it was a thing called Hands Across America, and it was I couldn't go. So, but it was something like everybody just stands outside and holds hands, and there's just this huge giant handshake across the country, and it just gives me chills when I think about it. Just you know, I'm holding somebody's hand, and they're holding somebody's hand, and it goes all the way across the country. <laughs> just really cool. <laughs> Do the big wave, you know? Hello, but. It'd be great if we could all just stand together and just unify together as as a world as the world unite together and stand up and yell at our fat together together we can conquer our fat we can get rid of our fat if we just stick together and we all just yell together. I think it would sound something like this. I think it's working. I can see the fat just falling right off. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of neat to think about. I really want to take a moment and thank everybody for the huge amount of support that you all give me all the time. It is just so wonderful and it is just so, so completely fantastic. And here I am trying to help you and you're all helping me by saying so many kind things and, and by listening to the show. And I just want you to know how much I really appreciate every kind thought that you may have about the show. I, I really do. I really, really appreciate it. And after the last episode, opening yourself up to challenges, I received a slew, I mean a slew of emails. And I just you know, what does slew really mean? I just read it. I was like, slew? I I don't know. I picked up the word and I've been using it all the time. There's a slew of mess over here, Marty. <laughs> Come in here and see this slew of dishes. <laughs> but it's just an odd word. And I've got my little dictionary right here. I always keep it right next to me. I'm just going to look it up. Here we go. Just bear with me. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. Because, you know, you just need to be ready. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. You know, now, class, there's going to be a pop quiz at some point in this episode. So be ready. Be ready. You'll never know what it is going to be about or when it's going to be given. Be ready. <laughs> okay. Okay. Slew. Noun, informal, a large number or quantity, a whole slew of people. <laughs> well, I knew that. I knew that. Okay, well, this is what happens when you do impromptu things. It just flops sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, I hope you're paying attention because this might be on the quiz later. <laughs> okay. 
But getting back to what I was saying, I have been getting so many emails lately from people that are opening themselves up to challenges. And people are signing up for 5Ks and 10Ks and marathons. And even one person, one silly, silly girl, <laughs> she's silly because she's silly, but um, she is signing up for a triathlon. <laughs> Emily, you're a freak. <laughs> kidding. Just kidding. No, she's really sweet. She's a girl that's been right. I mean, she's really, really sweet. And I, I think it's fantastic. You know, I say more power to all of you. I think it's wonderful. And it is so nice to hear that you're giving yourself some real challenges and you're pushing forward with your goals and you're just going to conquer them. So I say way to go, everybody. It's just been so nice to hear from all of you regarding your challenges. So um, let's get going with a few excerpts from some emails because folks, I've got listener mail. I got listener mail. I got listener mail. Oh, there's mail out there and I got it. It's listener mail. Yeehaw! So this first email is from a guy named Ken, and it was a wonderful and powerful email, and I'm just really glad that I get to share it with you. And here's what he said. Wendy, thank you. Thank you for sharing all that you've learned so that the path to better health might be a little easier for others than it was for you. You should feel great knowing that you are appreciated by so many folks that you will never meet and will likely never contact you. I know it is a bit rude to immediately start talking about myself, but fat is not exactly known for politeness either. I am a member of Mensa, and I hold five U.S. technology patents. I am not sharing this with you to boost my ego. I just want to make one simple point that may help others. I am a very, quote, smart guy, but I managed to become 100 pounds overweight. You do not have to be dumb to make a wrong health decision. Now that my eyes are finally opened, I am learning so much. I have so much more to learn. I thoroughly enjoy your podcasts. Since mid-January, I have destroyed a little over 10 pounds of fat. I don't consider that a, quote, loss. It is a gain of both health and happiness. To make this progress, I have had to leave my comfort zone behind. Of course, my comfort zone failed me anyway. I visited your website and looked at the photo gallery. I commend you on the courage it must have taken to share both the before and after photos. Since two people can look at the same photograph and see two different things, I would like to briefly share with you what I see. When I look at the photos, I see a miraculous gift of life you and your husband have given each other. Imagine the difference in memories your brave new life together will have compared to your old one. Congratulations. I have never written a stranger before, but like I said earlier, my comfort zone is history. In your debt, Ken. <clears throat> I just love that email. <laughs> it was so great. Thank you so much, Ken. Um, this next email comes from a girl named Angel, and she writes, Hey, Wendy, I just listened to podcast number nine. You have totally inspired me. I have always been a little chunky all my life. Five, five, 160 pounds. I don't remember a time when I wasn't on a diet. This year is going to be different for me. This year, I decided not to say I'm on a diet. I'm on a lifestyle change. I've been trying to eat healthier, and I have incorporated lots of exercise. Within my family, we are having a biggest loser challenge. Who can lose the biggest percentage of weight in six months? I thought I was doing good. I lost five pounds. Then I upped my workouts and gained three pounds. How fair is that? Everyone says it's muscle, but that doesn't make me feel any better. I was so amazed about your marathon. My sister has been interested in running one, and you inspired me to try it. I have never been a very good runner, but I have been trying it lately. <clears throat> I have no idea where to start. Could you give me some pointers? How fast do you run? Do you run the whole thing? Are there slow people? I dread being the last person. I'm afraid I would get to the finish line and everybody would be gone because I took too long. I started running in a 5K, but that was only once a year. I used to run cross country back in high school, but I was the worst one on the team. Too bad I wasn't that fast now. 
thank you for your podcast. It really does help. I love to hear about the things that work for you. I have tried just about every diet out there. I am always looking for the quick cure. This time, I realize I have to change my way of thinking. I have to put in the effort. Thanks for all of your encouragement. My only beef would be that you need to have more frequent shows. I can't wait for the next one. Okay, I'll stop going on and on. Just remember, you help a lot of people out there, and we appreciate your help, hints, and encouragement. Have a great day, Angel. And I wrote Angel back, and like I write everyone back who, who writes to me, but um, I did want to bring up a couple of things that she asked and let you all know, because maybe you have the same kinds of questions. And so just real briefly, um, I did do the episode about the marathon uh last time. So I gave a a lot of answers there, but as far as how fast do I run, I do run the entire time. And and at least that's my intention. And I usually stop, you know, for stretching and things, but how fast do you run? It's so interesting because when I was training one time, I happened to be listening to, uh, Blondie's heart of glass. It just came on my iPod. And I realized that the beat of that song is the absolute perfect running pace for me. And it, you know, it's, <laughs> boom, do, 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 a heart of glass. You know, you can just kind of picture it. And it's like, that's how fast I, my, every time there was a beat, my feet were hitting the ground. And so, just something to think about. Find a song that kind of fits your pace that you feel like you can run for a significant period of time at that pace. And that's usually where I settle. I settle right in there at to the beat of uh, Heart of Glass. So thank you, Blondie. <laughs> um, and there, and she also asked if there are slow people. And there are slow people. There are people that walk and there are people in the walking category, you know, when you you talk about people walking, sometimes the walkers are faster than the runners. I mean, you know, those speed walkers that go walking around the malls and stuff. Those people are fast. They are super fast. Oh my gosh. But, um, there are definitely people that walk, uh, very slowly. And there was a lady in my very first marathon who was handicapped and she was, um, the very last person that crossed the finish line and they did not stop the race for her. They, they tell you at the beginning, okay, you need to be at the halfway point within four hours or whatever their cutoff is. But I have never even heard of them pulling somebody who wants to finish the race, just going to them and saying, Hey, listen, lady, uh, dude, you got to get off now. We got to open up traffic. I mean, they may follow you with a cop car <laughs> with lights on so that you're not injured, but um, don't worry about being the last person. You'll never be the last person. There's always going to be somebody who's the last person, and it's just not going to be you. I'm just telling you right now. And uh, this last marathon that I ran, I, I neglected to tell you folks that I ran for a, a good period of time right alongside a blind man, completely blind man who was running with his pace um, guide in front of him, and the the guide was holding on to the tips of his uh, walking sticks, and the blind man was running behind him holding on to the other ends of the walking sticks, and they ran the entire time. And only right up at the very end was I able to pass him, Um, but he was just very consistent, and he was running, and he just had this vision in mind, in his mind, he had this vision that he wanted to do it and he did it. And so, uh, anybody, anybody can run a marathon if they want to. So, um, I really, I really appreciate those questions, Angel. And also just a little side note about, uh, lots of people have been making comments, um, on iTunes, also sending me emails saying, when's the next episode coming? I, oh, I am so with you. Like if I could be any any more with you, I would be you. <laughs> I want them to come out all the time. I, I have so much that I want to say, and it's just the, the, I've chosen to go the route with these episodes of, uh, taking my time and really de- trying to develop a certain topic. And it just takes a little longer. It's not a five minute episode, obviously it's more like an hour. And so it, it does take a, 
a considerable amount of time to prepare and also to just kind of clear the schedule of my day because I, I do a lot of things. I have a lot of hats, so to speak, in my life that I do. And so, but, but believe me, anytime I am able to push these episodes out faster, I honestly will. I, I have recorded them in the middle of the night before uh, just to make sure they get out sooner. So just know that I'm with you and I really appreciate your requests for more shows. And I know how important it is to have some consistency in this weight loss process and know that this voice is going to be coming out consistently. And just also too, as a, as a side side note... <laughs> A side note to my side note. <laughs> it's got a lot of sides. Um, <clears throat> anytime you need some extra words of encouragement or support, and you know, you're while you're waiting between episodes, please feel free to uh, to email me. Just email me, and and I'll I'll write you back, and we can work through some of your struggles together, one on one. So just know that that option's always out there. But thank you so much, Angel, for that for that email. And this next email comes from a girl named Britta Lene, and she writes, Hi, Wendy. My name is Britta Lene, and I was vegan for two years. I became vegan because I was unable to control my portions, and my basic diet consisted of butter croissants, chocolate milk, and beef jerky. After becoming vegan, I lost a lot of weight and stayed at a healthy weight the entire time. A couple of months ago, I started questioning my veganism and began consuming some animal products, i.e. yogurt, bean and cheese burritos, cookies, jello, extra cheesy pizza, ice cream cake, etc. I gained 30 pounds during this non-vegan six-month period and developed bulimia. January 1st came and my New Year's resolution was to get back to my vegan lifestyle and to get help from my eating disorder. I got the help, but I struggled for the motivation to stay vegan. So just a few days ago, I was searching iTunes podcasts and Yell at Your Fat came up. I began listening to your show and I absolutely love it. I have not touched anything non-vegan for two days. I no longer feel like I am struggling to stay away from non-vegan foods. I would like to thank you from the bottom of my heart for your podcasts and empowerment. You have inspired the determination within me to stay vegan and take back control of my life with every day that passes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I look forward to listening to the rest of your 130 episodes, plus the bonus 30. Sincerely, Britta Lene. <clears throat> and Britta Lene, oh, I, I really, I really commend you for, for, uh, for your story and for your struggle and for your decision to, to get your life together. Uh, I know that you've probably read the email that I wrote back to you, so I won't get too into it now, but I, I really admire you and you inspire me. So thank you so much for sending me that email. And here's another email from a girl named Melissa. <clears throat> hey, Wendy, it's Melissa from Icy, Connecticut. Your last podcast inspired me so much. When Marty said he was going to start training for a marathon, I started crying at work. So I have a question for you. You and Marty seem to have lost weight together. Did he start right along with you, or did he start losing weight after he noticed your success? I am asking because I want to give my husband some pointers on weight loss, but I don't want to sound like a nag. He is interested and has started walking on the treadmill, but his motivation is low. How can you pull someone onto the, quote, wagon without being, well, mean? As for me, I can't wait for spring to come so I can get outside and run off some of this fat. I think there is a, quote, road race in CT in the fall. So my shiny new Wendy-inspired goal is to join the road race. Sincerely, Melissa. <clears throat> and Melissa, first of all, I'm so sorry you're in icy Connecticut because I'm in sunny Arizona. <laughs> so, so I could go outside anytime I want to. <laughs> Um, no, sorry about that. I, I apologize to all the people that are just freezing <laughs> out there in the world. Um, her question, um, of course I wrote her back and, and explained everything in depth, but, uh, the question about whether or not Marty and I started together. And the answer is yes, we did. Um, when I had my epiphany moment after saving, uh, Bob's life at that football game, 
I came back to the hotel room where Marty had been waiting for the game to be over because I only had two tickets, one for me and one for Poop. And <clears throat> I came back and he saw my face and we just had this total moment of uh, just a lot of hugging, a lot of talking. Uh, we, we just decided together that we needed to do this for both of us. And, and he recognized immediately that he could help me um, much better if he was doing it too. And I don't know at that point if he really thought that he had as much to lose as he did um, because he he ended up losing 90 pounds himself. Um, and I don't really think that he, because he didn't really appear to be that overweight, at least to me. I mean, and I, of course I looked at him every day, but you know, he had really healthy legs. He, he, it wasn't impeding his ability to move around like it was with me. The weight really impeded my ability to function. Uh, and it, it didn't with him. So I don't think it was necessarily a health issue for him as much as it was a, a support issue for me in the beginning. But as we went along, of course, and he saw his own success and he saw my success, we just fed off of each other, <laughs> so to speak, fed off of each other and uh, really uh, succeeded together as a team. So thank you, Melissa, for those questions and for that sweet little email there. Um, and this last email today comes from a girl named Amanda, and she writes, Hello, Wendy. I cannot say enough about how much I love your show and how comforting and motivating your story and advice has been for me over the past few days. I am 23 years old, 5'11", and weigh 235 pounds. I would like to lose 65 pounds total. I have been overweight my entire life. I have decided now that I will no longer let food control my life and happiness. I recently have become a vet vegetarian. For a second, I thought she said veterinarian, <laughs> which would be wonderful as well. But um, I recently have become a vegetarian, and I am thinking about becoming a vegan. That's it. I just wanted to share a little part of my story. And again, thank you for the hope and advice you have given me. And that was from Amanda. And folks, thank you so much for sticking with me while I read through some of those emails. They are just so powerful and so important. I just think it's so um, helpful to hear from people that are going through the same things that we're all going through. And I just really think it's, um, it's an important part of this show to hear from you. So I just really appreciate you sticking with me through those emails. The amount of inspiration that you can get from somebody you have never met is just plain incredible. And, you know, you people, you just inspire me with every single email and every single voicemail and comment on iTunes that I get. It's just amazing. And it's just the power of the people. <laughs> but thank you all so much for taking the time to write me and, and share your thoughts and stories because I just, I just really appreciate it. And these emails bring me to today's episode topic, which is uncontrolling your inspiration. And I made up that word, by the way, uncontrolling. <laughs> but <clears throat> by uncontrolling, I mean, letting your inspiration out, you know, just talking to people about what you're accomplishing and what you're trying to accomplish, sharing your details of your weight loss journey with those around you. I'm just basically saying, don't control it. Don't control those comments. Let those comments come out. Don't reel them in. Uncontrol them. And I, I just have so many things to say about this topic. I just, I just do. And But first, I'm going to start with the definition of inspire. So get your pencils ready. This could be part of the quiz. <laughs> you never know. This could be a quiz topic. Um, okay, here's the definition of inspire. To fill with an animating, quickening, or exalting influence. To give rise to, bring about, or cause. To breathe life into. I just think that's just a wonderful definition. Especially to breathe life into. That's just my favorite part of this definition. I just love that one. To breathe life into. To inspire. I mean, so many times we get to working and moving about our daily lives that we just forget that we are in a position to inspire others with everything that we say and everything that we do. And uh, Gandhi 
said a lot of things, but one of the things that he said that was very impactful was be the change you wish to see in the world. And I'm sure a lot of you have heard that one. And I think he was just a very wise man. Um, just be the change, be the inspiration that you wish to see, and um, it will come back to you. And let me just tell you this little story that illustrates this point. <laughs> About a year ago, I had the opportunity to, to go to something called laughter yoga. <laughs> it was a laughter yoga class. And now I'm going to state up front that I was very apprehensive about going to any class that had the word yoga in it. Because <laughs> if yoga was in the title, it just, I didn't think I wanted to do it. Don't get me wrong though. I mean, I absolutely love yoga. I love it. I mean, namaste and all that. <laughs> but the classes I have always gone to have usually been so large and I just don't think I'm doing things right, you know? And you know how it is when you're going along with the group and you're all supposed to be doing the same thing and you're all, you're all supposed to have your eyes closed, you know, for motivation or meditation purposes or whatever. I don't, I don't really understand the eyes closed part because I kind of get dizzy when my, I'm doing stuff with my eyes closed personally. But anyway, so I'm trying to do everything right. And, you know, you, you, I, I, I squint open one eye, you know, to try and look around to see if I'm doing it right. And everybody's doing something different than I'm doing. I, it just always happens to me. So I, I just spend a lot of time trying to, you know, make a little slit out of one of my eyes so I can pose right. And I'm just not posing right. And it's just really frustrating. But I'd like to take a very small open-eyed <laughs> yoga class sometime because I know I would really enjoy it. I really love um, doing yoga by myself at, at my house and stuff. So I, I, I love the poses. I love the, especially the core exercises. I just love them and I'm working on my flexibility. So it's really important. I, I love yoga. But anyway, back to my story. I was invited to go to this laughter yoga class and after doing the mental debate over it for a while, I decided to go. <laughs> and I went with this friend of mine and her name is Anna. And Anna is a wonderful lady. And she is a very, very special person to me. And she's just really, she's one of those kind of subdued, funny people that you can just, she's so funny and she doesn't know how funny she is. And she's just kind of a, has a soft kind of a spirit, just a really even keel kind of low key type person. And, you know, you'd never the words boisterous or loud would never be used to describe her. She's just a real sweet kind of mild mannered uh, type person. Just very, very, very sweet. And um, she's, she's much more subdued obviously than I am, but we, we just both found ourselves so surprised to be at this laughter yoga class <laughs> because it just was out of our comfort zone. So, um, Anna was one of the people, incidentally, that had left me a voicemail during my marathon, and she brought up this laughter yoga class in her message to me. So I'll just let Anna explain a little bit of the story herself, and then I'll just come back in and fill in the details. So here's the little voicemail from Anna. Hi, Wendy. This is Anna. Hey, I hope you're doing really well with your race. Go, girl. I have a, a good memory for you. And this will probably help you along your journey in your marriage. Um, good thought. Remember when we went to laughter yoga and how fun that was and we laughed and laughed and laughed. But remember when we were laying on the floor next to each other, both of us trying to be really quiet, and then we couldn't be quiet anymore. And we just busted up laughing and just carried on and had such a really, really good time. Remember that. Laughter is always a good thing. So have a little laugh on me. And that's such a good memory that I just, every, every time I think about it, I bust up laughing, and I hope you do too. Anyway, you go, girl. You take care, and I'm proud of you. You're my idol. I can't believe you're... You're just you're you're hanging in there and you're going and it's a wonderful wonderful thing. I'm proud of you. You take care. Talk to you soon, Wendy. Go. Bye now. 
That was so cool. I just, I just loved hearing that message. And this laughter yoga class was really, really, you know, surprisingly, it was really neat. And at first, I am not going to lie. It was a little bit weird. <laughs> we were all making monkey faces and running around and dancing and forced laughing, you know, like you're, ha, 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 you know, just forced laughing, which was really weird to try and force laugh. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I'm very good at it. <laughs> I just kind of laugh naturally. <laughs> um, but then after a period of this where we all actually got very, very sweaty and hot, so it was a really, really good workout to just run around and dance and la try and laugh. But um, then we all laid down in this dimly lit part of the room and our heads were all in this big kind of circle. And we were supposed to be calming down. It reminded me of when I was in grade school. You know how you're like, everybody be quiet. We're going to use our quiet voices. We're all going to lay down now. And I'm going to tell you a story. It was kind of like that. She was really trying to reel us in. And, and we were going to get to a point of meditation, I think, is what was supposed to happen. <laughs> but anyway, I actually can't remember exactly what she said now, the instructor. I just know that she stumbled over her words a little bit and, and made this funny little kind of a catch-up type comment that went through everybody else's brain just fine. But for some reason, <laughs> it just caught in me and I just thought it was so stinking funny that I just started giggling. And, oh, I felt so bad because everybody was trying to be quiet. And so I was putting my hand over my mouth and I was trying to stifle this giggle. And then Anna started giggling. And then the person next to her and then the person next to him. And it just went on and on until all of us were giggling. And then at everybody giggling, you know, then I started laughing and, oh my gosh, I laughed so hard. I mean, one of those kind of laughs where you just kind of hold on to your gut and you just hope that nothing <laughs> explodes or goes badly in there, <laughs> you know, that painful kind you know, and it's like, there's, there were several seconds in there where I got this panicky feeling like I just may die. <laughs> I just may literally die laughing here, but you know, I was, you know, I was just jiggling and crying and no sound was coming out. You know how that happens when you're laughing so hard that you're just shaking and water's coming out of your eyes and you're turning all red and there's no sound coming out. And you're like, where's the sound? Please come out. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But I laughed and laughed and laughed. And, you know, at first, like I said, I was trying to, to squelch it and I was just literally laying there holding my hands over my mouth, not, you know, trying not to let that laughter out. But pretty soon the whole room, every single person was laughing so hard and listening to their laughter made me laugh even harder, you know, and then it would start to die down. And then somebody would just cackle from across the circle. And then we'd all start going again. And everybody was laughing. And uh, I rarely get to that point of laughter. Um, Poop calls it my seagull laugh, because I just get to this un uncontrollable thing where I just start sounding like a seagull, just cawing. <laughs> And he goes, oh, here comes the seagull laugh. Here comes the seagull laugh. But um, here we are at this laughter yoga class, just laughing our heads off in unison. And it all came from one person, you know, just me. I, I was the one who started it with just this one little giggle. And there's just something about laughter. I think we all know that it, it is contagious. And it's the same exact thing with inspiration. When when you're doing something or saying something or going through something in your life, like weight loss or a new fitness regimen or something, you are inspiring people and people are noticing the changes in you and they see you out there walking or running or going to the gym and they see you in your workout clothes and they're standing behind you in the grocery line and they see you buying only healthy things, you know, in the checkout line. And, you know, they're noticing. And the more you talk about it, the more you highlight the fact that you are working on something so intensely important to you, the more you talk about it, the more people will be interested in hearing about what you're saying. And I, t I talk about it, 
I mean literally, I talk about weight loss and health and fitness absolutely constantly. If there is any door cracked open, I am going to stick my mouth in there and start talking about it because I think the more that it's talked about and the more that you can share some of the things that you're going through that you're trying, like I'm always telling people, yeah, I'm training for a marathon and and I hope my muscles aren't sore this time. And, and you know, you just, you just get support from all of these people because they, 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 they want, they want good things for you. Everybody wants good things for you. And by uncontrolling your inspiration, you're inspiring people. And then something that they say or do comes back and inspires you. And it's just contagious. And the best part is when you inspire people, it's just like when you make them laugh. I mean, it feels good. It's a happy thing, you know, to be passing back and forth. You know, you want to pass happy stuff back. You, know, you don't want to pass a dirty diaper. You know, you're not handing them a dirty diaper or something. It's like, here, you take it. No, 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 I couldn't. Here, you, you take it. You know, no, everybody wants inspiration and everybody wants happy, good feelings. So it's something that people want and it's something that there's far too little of floating around. So, You'll be their animating, quickening, and exalting influence. You'll be giving rise to their motivation and bringing about change in their lives. I mean, you're, you're going to cause joy. You're going to breathe life into them. And in turn, they're going to give it right back to you. And you're going to be inspired to keep going yourself. You know, you're just going to be amazed. Uncontrol your inspiration and just see what you get in return. It is, it is absolutely amazing. And... Um, I think right now, let's do a little 30-second segment. And <laughs> I had this idea just if, um, actually just about three or four minutes ago <laughs> as I was talking. But, you know, this this 30-second segment might be a little bit longer than 30 seconds because we'll, we'll just see how it goes. But I think that we should do 30 seconds of laughing. <laughs> now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, this is weird, Wendy. <laughs> This is weird. I mean, I've done everything that you've suggested, but this is weird. <laughs> You're wigging me out. But let me just say this. If you laugh cumulatively 10 minutes a day, so it doesn't mean you have to sit there and laugh for 10 minutes straight. If you spend at least 10 minutes laughing every day and do nothing else differently, nothing else differently in your life, you will lose four and a half pounds this year. So I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, let's just do this. <laughs> so here we go. And actually, in order for me to laugh, I mean, I know you think that I probably laugh in my sleep, but you know, incidentally, I was told, um, my mother actually passed away when I was really young, but she did tell me when I was a little girl, she told me that I was born laughing. She said the doctor uh, was trying to get me to cry and all I would do is this little giggle. So she told me I was born laughing. So apparently I don't need any help laughing, but it, it doesn't hurt. So um, I'm going to need some inspiration. So that means I get to play a little tune that I like to call Marty's Diddy. Marty Joe, Marty Joe, Marty Joe, his name is Marty Joe. Okay, I just love that song. I love that song. So I, um, as always, Marty is out of the room while I do my recording. So I'm going to call him in here and um, probably just get him to tickle me or something because that's what he always does. He always tickles me. It's this constant thing. And sometimes it drives me nuts, but it always makes me laugh. So here we go. Marty. <laughs> I'm still recording. Okay. I need to give you that disclaimer right now. Hello, yellow, you're fat. Listen. <laughs> Here, sit down. Honey, we're going to be doing a segment, a 30 second segment um, from our show, and it's 30 seconds of laughter. Do I have to laugh? Yeah, you can laugh. Can you laugh? You want to laugh? <laughs> I, I saw all your feelings. <laughs> You've got like four fillings in there. 
Okay, so this is what I thought. I mean, you can laugh if you want to, but what I thought we'd do is um, you'd just tickle me. Okay. So, okay, ready? Okay, I gotta get ready. ready. No, 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 not yet. Not yet. I'm not ready. I'm, I'm ready. Not ready. No, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Okay, right. When I tell you, I want you to tickle me, but I'm not ready yet. Just yeah. a second. There has to be a panic word. Okay. Okay, what should be the panic word? Because Tangerine. Ta- if I say tangerine, I'll stop. You have to stop. If yep. you don't stop, you're. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, ready? I'm ready. I'm very scared. <laughs> 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 I didn't know you were going for my size. That was bad form. I'm going for good music. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Leave me alone, Maddie. Now go. And don't come back. <laughs> that was so much fun. He's so funny. And and I don't know if you ever have the opportunity to re-listen to episode nine again, but there's a part in there where he's giving me this motivation talk right before the race, and he's actually massaging my shoulders and kind of giving me this pep talk. And throughout it, he's tickling me. And you can hear me laughing in the background, and it's because he's tickling me. Because one side of my neck is ticklish. The right side of my neck is ticklish. The left side, you could just, you know put anything tickle tickle it all to death and nothing would happen i would not react but my right side of my neck is ticklish and he knows this so he uses it to his advantage all the time but anyway um this topic of uncontrolling your inspiration ties in really nicely with this little phone call that i got from somebody yes it's true I am very, very happy to report that for two straight episodes in a row, I have voicemail. Thank you, Angie. And and for those of you um, 
who who didn't figure that out. Angie is my niece. She's left me an email before that I've read on a previous episode, and now she's leaving me this sweet little voicemail. So thank you so much for leaving that voicemail for me. Um, and you know, see, now she was inspired by something that I said to reinvigorate herself and her life. And it just so happened that at the exact moment that I listened to her voicemail, I was in the process of taking off my running shoes. I was sitting here untying my running shoes as I listened to her voicemail, and I was going to forego my nightly run, and I have no idea why. It was, for some strange reason, I wasn't going to go, and I think it was like the dogs were already dead or something, but <laughs> we we say that about them after they've come back for some from some huge hike or run or something, and they just lay on the ground like a lump of wood because they're so tired, and then Marty and I will walk by them and say, dead dog, because <laughs> it's just really fun to go up to them and mess with them when they're like that, <laughs> especially Pickles, because she's just hysterical when she's dead. I mean, she just lays there. And I can put socks all over her face. One time I completely covered her in socks. <laughs> I just did. I covered her in socks. And she, you can roll her on her back and wave all of her little legs in unison like she's doing the hustle or something. And she barely opens her eyes. It is just so funny. And Licky just lays at my feet and moans when she's dead. It's just the funniest thing. But I think... When I heard Angie's voicemail, the dogs were just really tired from some earlier activity in the day that we had done, and I was just going to take the night off. And I, I sat there and I'm listening to her voicemail and was inspired by her and what she said about the inspiration that she got from me. You know, it was it was really, really bizarre. And so I just put my shoes right back on and I grabbed my dead dogs and we went running. <laughs> it was just simple as that, but... The phenomenon is just really amazing once you think about it. Maybe, it, I don't know if it's got something to do with karma or, you know, paying it forward or something like that. But all I know is the more I talk into this microphone and talk to you people and try to help everybody, the more people write to me and call me and end up helping me. It's, it's, it's wonderful. And Here's a little stuff that rocks. And you know what? I just started thinking about it. This does not pertain in the slightest to what I'm saying at this point. <laughs> this has no, no pertinence at all to my, my current conversation. But I just happen to like this product very much. And I have a jar of it right in front of me. So I decided to um, do this little uh, item as my stuff that rocks. And the reason why I really like this um this little segment so much is I enjoyed my poop's reaction to it. I mean, and <laughs> that is a sentence that has never been said before. My poop had a reaction to this product and I liked it. <laughs> my poop had a reaction to this product and I liked it. I liked it a lot. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I can't believe you people are still listening to me. <laughs> I just can't believe it. <laughs> Blows my mind. Okay. Anyway, here's a little stuff that rocks. Holy cow! This item is so fantastic! I can't even believe it! It's really rocks. Oh, 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 I like that. Wow, that's so good. Awesome. Stop that rocks. I like it a lot. Chakagavi dessert syrup. <laughs> Have you tried this? Yes. <laughs> Raw cocoa. Coke. I suppose you're not supposed to use Coke. It's not, it's not Coke. It's cocoa. Cocoa. Cacao. Cacao. Oh, cacao. Caca. Caca. <laughs> Chocolate dessert syrup. Okay. Oh, this is uh, that vegan stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that fake food. Yeah, fake food. Uh, people eat that, though. It's free <laughs> free of dairy and glutens. Some people don't like glutens. I, <laughs> I, well, I don't know why that is, but, you know. Now it says here on the label, raw, dairy-free, vegan stuff. 
doesn't say stuff, but it says, you know, organic nectars. We'll oh, we're going to try some. Oh, give me that. Let me get that. Be careful. It's going to come flying out. Does it fly out? <laughs> no, it doesn't fly. Oh. <laughs> I just wanted it's some sound new. effects of the, oh. the jar opening. <laughs> Did you burp? Here you go. Okay, this is, um, let me see if that. You know what that tastes like? What? Hot fudge sundae. Mm 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 mm. Hey, that is good. You're surprised. Huh? I'm, surpri it's, I'm it's, surprised. It's fake food, and you're surprised. I know, it's fake food. Okay, so it's Organic Nectars. That's the brand. Raw cocoa, caco. Chocolate coffee. Chocolate dessert syrup. Now, you can put this on your ice cream. No, you can't put it on ice cream. Well, soy ice cream. Soy ice cream. And you probably wouldn't know the difference, gals, because this is really good. You got it all over your mustache. Oh, man. You got a rag? I love you. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> my my poop just plain rocks. <laughs> and after I listened to that recording again, I was really surprised. I it I was really really surprised that he didn't start singing Chaka Khan, because. Chakagave sounds a little like Chakakan, and he always, always used to sing that song. I mean, constantly when I was in high school. I, he, uh, he would walk around going Chakakan, 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 and then he would do that one and fish heads, fish heads, roly poly fish heads, <laughs> eat them up, yum. He loved those songs. And I, <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to get him to to come in. He used to be a singer, actually. Um, he was a professional singer. He had his own band, and he's quite good. He's quite good at singing, actually. And he he used to play the saxophone, and um, so he's he's quite the musician. So I'll have to have him come in and and serenade us. Maybe you know, like I said, you know, episode eighty eight or something. <laughs> We're feeling a little rummy. We'll just bring my poop in and have him run the show. <laughs> but this stuff, this. Chakagave is so outstandingly delicious. You just will not even believe it. And if you're watching your sugar intake, this is the stuff for you because it's made from agave nectar and it has no sugar in it at all. And it is, um, it's made with raw cacao and, uh, uh, like I said, raw agave nectar and it's low glycemic, it's low fat, it's vegan and it's free of gluten you know, and dairy. And it's also rich in antioxidants and magnesium, which is really good. And did I mention that it's delicious? <laughs> it's really good. As Poop said, it tastes just like a hot fudge sundae. And now there are 35 calories and zero grams of fat in one tablespoon of this. And you might be thinking, 35 calories for a tablespoon. That just seems like a lot of calories for one measly tablespoon, Wendy. But let me just say that a little goes a long way. And oh my goodness, if I get a serious sweet tooth, one of those, mm -mm, I'm going to eat the house ones, you know, I want a jar of this next to me because it is so sweet and so delicious and so chocolatey that you, you just can't eat more than a tablespoon at a time. I mean, I actually, <laughs> I take like, quarter teaspoon licks of it <laughs> when, I, when I need sugar or chocolate. I just, you know, that sugar flavor, you know, uh, but I, I, I'll just take like a little quarter teaspoon lick of it and it just lasts. I, I let it sit on my tongue. It's so good. It's so, so good. And you can buy it on my store at yellatyourfat.com and you just click on the store link and scroll down to the food products and you're, you'll see it there. And it might seem like it's a tad spendy, um, but believe me, one jar is going to last you several several weeks, and three jars comes with each shipment. So I hope you decide to try it because it's it's really really good. And oh, on uh, one other quick note, thank you all so much who are buying my stuff through the Amazon um, store that I have on my website. You know, it's just really helping me out a lot. And <laughs> 
they haven't told me to stop telling people. <laughs> so apparently I'm still able to get a commission even if you don't buy anything that's on my store. <laughs> that's awesome. But thank you so much. It it's just it's really wonderful to know that you folks are out there doing that for me because it, it really does help so much for for me and for the hosting bill and for the other the other things that I'm trying to do for you. So thank you so, so much for that. And so basically, you know, I say let loose, you know, just just be a little silly every once in a while and let your joy out and uncontrol your inspiration. Start talking to people. Just start talking to people. People you don't even know. Just start talking about what you're doing. You're buying a product at the store. You think it's delicious. It's low fat. It's low calorie. It's helping you lose weight. Tell somebody. Tell somebody about it, you know. Start your own stuff that rocks, you know. And once you begin to be happy and give away your inspiration to others, you're going to start getting it back tenfold. It's it's just, I can't explain it. Do something out of the ordinary. You know, the other day, I actually stood next to a lady's car at the grocery store and waited for her to load up her trunk, and then I offered to take her cart back to the corral for her. And I didn't even have a cart. <laughs> I was just standing next to her car. I was just thinking, this is an extra opportunity to get more exercise and an extra opportunity to make somebody happy. You know, she looked like a nice lady and she was almost done loading her stuff in her car. And I thought, oh, I'm just going to stand here right next to her car and take it. So then, and I don't know if this has anything to do with my random act of kindness, but as I was getting into my car, I saw her through my rear view mirror, I saw her starting to back up and out of the parking lot. And she let another car go in front of her. And I just saw her smiling and waving at them to go in front. And I don't, I mean, you know, you can draw your own conclusion about that. I mean, maybe the simple act of, of a stranger putting her cart away made her happy enough to spread that happy to more people, you know? So this is kind of like a, an episode even more about losing weight, but just about, you know, being happy and being a good person and just helping people because it, it really does help in your struggles for, for getting yourself um, fit and healthy. It really does. If, you, if your mind is focused on helping others, you'll be able to help yourself too. It's, it's really amazing. So just unleash it, uncontrol it, and just let your inspiration out. This is, this is really, really happening. You're making this difference in your life. And, and it's just amazing how when you make positive changes to your life, you just make positive changes in everybody around you. You're just starting a happy cycle and it's just going to keep growing. And I just, I just love it. And, and I'd love to hear from you guys too. Um, you can email me at wendy at yell at your Um, you can call me at 866-738-0945. And extension 704 and leave me a message. And, um, you know, what we could do? We could just do a little pop quiz. <gasps> Did you guys forget that there was, a, there was a quiz? Who forgot the quiz? Raise your hand if you forgot the quiz. <laughs> there is a quiz, okay? Here is the quiz. And I just was thinking about it. Okay, here we go. This is a two-part question. And the first person that can email me with both correct answers will win either a free jar, unopened, by the way, sealed jar of chocagave, or a handy-dandy little doodad. You know, one of those little pedometers. I've got a handy-dandy little doodad that I can give away. So the first person that can email me with the, with the correct answers to both of these questions, um, and you're going to feel really lucky if you're listening to this at like midnight on the night that I release it, because you could win. <laughs> no, but seriously, maybe people don't have the right answers, so I'm, be, I'm looking for somebody to be very specific, so let's just say that. This will be fun. So anyway, um, question number one. <laughs> okay. Question number one. What is my favorite definition of inspire? Now that one should be easy because you can just hit rewind. Question number two. What is the nickname that my poop calls me? 
And he's referred to me by this name a few times in a few different episodes. And I'm just wondering if anybody has caught it yet. Um, so those are the two questions. What is my favorite definition of inspire? And what is the nickname that my poop calls me? And you know what? You'd get a bonus if you knew why. If you know why he calls me that name, oh my goodness, you get both things. You get both. You get behind what's what's behind door number one and two. <laughs> um, but anyway, so good luck. And, you know, this chakagave is really good. I think it's worth the pop quiz. I think you should do it. <laughs> so until next time, focus on uncontrolling your inspiration and be proud that you're making this decision to help yourself. Congratulations on your choice to take your own life into your own hands. It's amazing what you're doing. You can do this. Have faith in yourself and you will do this. This is Wendy for Yell at Your Fat. Thanks so much for listening.